Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to another edition of the creators outlet please subscribe comment and share and join the family over at creators outlet on youtube just go to youtube.com forward slash c forward slash creators outlet uh for all of our podcast listeners out there uh if you ever want to come over to youtube and check out and subscribe to the channel that would be greatly appreciated uh, that way, if there's a particular episode you're very interested in uh, and you want to see the images and. Uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. See what the creators look like and uh, anything else, uh, you can pop over and, and check that out. Also, uh, now in all the descriptions, uh, my link tree will be in there so you can follow us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, and other such places. Uh, currently, we are just waiting for our guest, uh, April, to uh, show up. Um, 
April uh, Grady Rayner will be here shortly. Uh, she forgot to put this on her calendar, and well, she's putting she's putting the kiddos to bed. Uh, she did just come back also from uh, Baltimore Comic Con for weekend and had a blast. Uh, if you follow her on social media, uh, most of her posts are uh, from the last couple of days are all from uh, the Comic Con, so you can see some great some great shots there. But while we're waiting, we want to remind you that. Uh, tonight's episode is definitely TVMA, LSV, WXQZ, and NSFW. Uh, it is the Kickstarter for her second book called Squee After Dark Volume 2 Kinktober. Uh, I, I almost think I should be using Sean's, uh, Please buy my art. I'm not built for OnlyFans. FYI, most of the original pieces that she's done for this project are already sold. Like, I don't think she's actually finished penning some of them and somebody has already bought them. But anyhow, let's take a look. I was kind of like scrolling through and I'm like, well, how are we going to do the, a video for uh, this? <laughs> Woohoo. Uh, April was actually a guest on the Seanzilla Art Show about a month ago, I think now. And she was actually drawing this piece uh, on stream, like working on it. So that was kind of cool. So the. Uh, let's get over to the here. And now the. Uh, the link for the Kickstarter is in the chat, except over on Twitter. Uh, Periscope is no longer a Twitter thing. So when you broadcast directly to Twitter, if you want to get the link in you actually have to uh you actually have to go in and and put it in yourself so that is what's going on uh so we're gonna take a look at this uh right now the goal was six hundred dollars uh it is currently sitting at $3,215 with 48 backers and 13 days to go. Kinktober uh, list created by Justin Miller and April Rayner. Uh, hashtag Kinktober, Kinktober 2021. And of course, it is called Squee after Doc Volume 2. Squeegasm, a compilation of Kinktober artwork. And... Uh, A little about April, as you can see right here. Um, this freelance illustrator comic artist has been slinging art professionally for the past decade. A BFA graduate from Arizona State University, April draws indie comics, 
has been published, cover artist, illustrated children's books, uh, sketch card artist. She has worked with several companies, including but not limited to uh, Dynamite Entertainment, Coffin Comics, BDI, Upper Deck, RR Parks, etc. Find her on social media, Instagram at Raina underscore art and Facebook at, at Raina dot art. And uh, this is one of the pieces. Squee! After Dark Squeegasm. Uh, Kinktober. I know everybody's heard of Inktober and Fragtober for uh, Dan Fragaboom there. Uh, Kinktober is a daily drawing challenge from October 1st to 31st. Each day will have a themed illustrated with Fantastical creatures, each page will be hand-drawn and colored. All images will be compiled into a saddle-stitched book. This book will be in full color, at least 31 pages, with the potential for extra pages of art to be added. Fantastical creatures will range from mermaids, vampires, fairies, centaurs, perhaps a few humans, etc. This art book will feature mature content and is for a Adults only. <laughs> so, uh, April will be here shortly. She just uh, messaged me that uh, I let her know that she'll be coming in uh, live, and uh, and she said, and on my best behavior, lol. Or as my daughter would say, lol. Um, but we're not worried about anybody's best behavior because, uh, you know, we're good. Man. Uh, there's already been one stretch goal unlocked. Uh, they're being unlocked from 2,000 to 10,000. Uh, the first one was a Squee Lover's Care Kit. Uh, we will have to ask her about that when she gets here. Uh, and then there's some interior art, uh, most of which I am highly surprised that it made it onto Kickstarter. Because <laughs> usually you got to cover up all the naughty bits. Okay, the naughty bits are covered, but the... Uh, the part that rhymes with bits are not. Man, I think he used to work with that girl. Oh. Squeeze. Oh, dear. All covers are also available as add-ons. So if you pick a package and you want more than one cover, uh, you can just get them as add-ons or go from wherever they might be. So the mistress includes unlocked stretch goals is $15. The submissive includes unlocked stretch goals. That's a blank cover. That's one that you can get artwork on. Uh, the switch is 
the mistress cover, but it's hollow foil. It looks pretty. It's only $20 for a hollow foil cover. Isn't bad. The unicorn. Wow. I know that girl. That, uh, she just happens to have a campaign of her own going on right now. Uh, that's Karen Nicole. Uh, the exhibitionist cover by uh, George Weber. The black bag. Oh my. The triple X cover is 25. Then uh, you can get the squee uh, DP. <laughs> but that's that's the catch up here. Volume one and two for $25. Oh, that's not bad. You get both books for $25. Uh, the Dominatrix is a jeweled. And I have no idea what that means because I never have money for fancy covers. The only covers I know that have been jeweled that I know of personally are from... Uh, Brian Polito's uh, Lady Death. He does those for like every book. And I really have no idea what that means. So, but this jeweled hollow foil cover, uh, the Dominatrix, the Mermaid, is, I mean, it just looks amazing. Uh, there's Breath Play for $45. Uh, it's. Squee 1 and 2, which is uh, the, you know, the first two books, but the hollow foil versions. And another book called Rising Tides with an upside down angel and a mermaid. Uh, the blind remark copy of Squeegasm is $50. Then there's a Menage a Trois. Uh, of three of three different covers, I'm, I'm sure this will be explained when uh, when April finally gets here. <laughs> I've only been rambling for uh, ten minutes so far. So uh, the blindfold, you can add one of the following: a blind sketch. And I, maybe I should read this one. Uh, blank cover with anything you want on it outside of a few minor exceptions in, includes all unlocked stretch goals. Cover paper stock is held up to a variety of mediums without bleeding through. Marker, watercolor, airbrush, paint, color pencil, pencil and ink. Uh, Sir's Choice, customize your squee fantasy. Limited to 15. Uh, that blank cover uh, that you can customize is $90. There's only five of those available. Uh, and then the master, spoil yourself with the goodness, enjoy both the regular and hollow foil versions of Squee Volume 1, the regular hollow oil version of Squee Volume 2, but don't forget you also get a copy of the hollow oil Kickstarter exclusive cover. which I'm not sure which one that is, but we'll find out. I'm just scrolling through this because 
Um, the toy box is $150 includes unlock all unlock everything includes all unlock stretch goals for weekend. Uh, the toy box is one of every cover available. So it's eight covers. Um, issues one and two, uh, regular and hollow foils. Uh, the Karen Nicole cosplay cover, um, the market cover, the uh, the Goddess Mermaid hollow foil cover in Rising Tides, the dynamic is the same as the aforementioned plus a custom sketch cover, uh, no limits. Uh, is everything aforementioned no sketch cover on this one but you get a custom 11 by 14 piece of art this tier is limited to only three uh add-ons add on any cover to your above order uh squee volume one is 15 squee volume one foil is 20 uh the kink is 20. Uh, the unicorn virgin cover, that's Karen Nicole, is 25. The unicorn foil cover is 30. Uh, NSFW, and that works for home as well. Uh, Naughty Fear, Fairy Stripper Assassins. Uh, Original art for 300. Uh, another piece of Naughty Fury, Fury Stripper Assassins for 300 as well. Even more. And more. So she's got a whole bunch of original art from Naughty Fairies available. Uh, she's got original art from Babes Gore and Dinosaurs. Uh, that one is 350. Uh, there's a piece from Fire Bitch, which was unpublished. Uh, that's 350. And Okay, there's the there's the nice one, and there's the naughty one. So I I would assume that these were unused uh, naughty and nice covers for Fire Bitch. Uh, original art from Greed, unpublished. Original naughty art from Greed, unpublished. Unpublished original art from the. Totally Rad Life of Violet. Roxy Unpublished Art. Witches of Westchester Original Art. Uh, the Naughty and Nice covers that she did. And hello, Nolo Management.
and we're still waiting. So don't forget if you are a creator or a business with something that you think could interest our listeners, uh, you can contact me. The quickest way to contact me would be to DM me at JokerFan on Twitter. And I will tell you all about how the tiers work for uh, sponsors. If you just want to sponsor one show in particular, that is, you know, super low. It's like, you know, send me a commercial or, uh, you know, copy from for me to read on air. And uh, it's like five bucks. Uh, if you have an actual uh, commercial, like video commercial, uh, under 90 seconds, uh, we can work it out for, you know, either by the week where I do a minimum of five shows a week, uh, three different three different podcasts, uh, Creators Outlet, which does multiple shows per week, uh, then the Seanzilla Art Show, which is which goes on 11 p.m. Eastern on uh, Wednesday nights, and uh, OK Boomer, which goes on at 8 p.m. on uh, Thursday nights. But we have a we have a package for everybody. That's right. I just told you I have a package for you. Oh my. It's, uh, it's lonely sitting here waiting for your guest to show up as she puts her children to bed. I'm just sending another message. should we talk about now? I have no idea. Um, there were a couple of the Kickstarters that launched today, uh, one of which that I am kind of involved with, but not really. Uh, Catalyst Comics launched uh, One Last Job, Issue 2, and uh, we were one of, I was one of the uh, ones that got their video linked for the unboxing of their uh, One Last Job Issue 1 uh, package, as I talked about it. Uh, it was myself and one other uh, YouTube show did that, and there were a bunch of write-ups from uh, a few different reviewers that uh that had some nice things to say about it but i know there's 
there's a lot going on tonight. I know uh, we have uh, my friend Hockey from Australia is on uh, Fragaboom's uh, Fragtober episode tonight. And that draws a lot of people. And I'm not sure who else. I know Global Frequency was uh, just wrapping up uh, by talking to uh, John Joseph Ball, the creator of Death, Death, Death. And you probably know him from like a million and one different comics over the years. Man, I wish there was a video to play for this. Damn it. Well, at least. I can share it out without logging in, so. Can we read the rest of it? So this is the list. Uh, one through 31. Oh, good. She's here. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. I've been talking about your project that I know absolutely nothing about. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I didn't have this on my calendar and I was putting my kiddos down for naps uh, or for bed. So I am really, really sorry for the delay, but thank you so much for for taking, you know, a swing at the pass. <laughs> I was like, uh, what am I going to talk about now? Oh, oh. golly. I, <laughs> I, I got you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so for everybody out there, Thank you so much for uh, uh, hanging with uh, William while we were um, taking care of getting the kids down for bed. Uh, I'm April Arena, and I've been uh, drawing this erotic art for the last couple of uh, days for Kinktober. Um, it is a Inktober spinoff for those that didn't want to support uh, the um, hashtag corruption or whatever you want to call it. Um, um, I had a friend last year that was like, oh, no, you know that there's an alternative, right? And I was like, oh, no, there couldn't possibly. And he's like, oh, no, there is. But you wouldn't be interested. And obviously that like ignited my competitive hackles. And so... <laughs> He sent me this list and I had to look up like half of it because I was completely clueless and I wound up having an incredible amount of fun with it. Um, we, uh, 
or well, I guess I, <laughs> I wound up uh, using it as an, uh, an opportunity to expand on some anatomy studies and to um, try out some different things. I can't even tell you how liberating it is to draw things that have absolutely nothing to do with anything else. It literally just eases out of my brain. Um, I've never had that experience before because I've always tried to follow somebody else's script, somebody else's uh, costume design, somebody else's uh, vision, you know, and I, I, I just like, I don't know, I just do a little bit of research and um, I have these thematics, uh, the advent calendar that's listed on the, the Kickstarter. Uh, each one of those days represents a correlating day with the calendar. So I, um, like today is feet <laughs> and I've been picking up a lot of the pieces from Baltimore Comic-Con. And so after I get the kids to bed, that's the one that I'm going to be working on tonight. Uh, and so then tomorrow, tomorrow's theme will be latex and or leather. And so a lot of these calendar dates wind up being um, pre-ordered. And when people are able to pre-order the, um, the, the piece, uh, they kind of help guide the art in a direction. So this art book winds up being a a nod to all of the fans who support uh, and purchase the original art. They're able to steer which character gets made, what color uh, winds up being the, the dominating uh, or even the, the most prominent accent color, if it winds up being in mostly black and white, um, it gets to you kind of see how far that um, rating goes. There are some who are like, no, 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 I'm a huge fan of you and your art, but I really need it more PG. There is so much I can do with that. And then there's others who are like, no, 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 you only do this once a year, knock it out the park, just go the full high octane and that is fine too. This uh, art book, because that's all it is, it's just an art book, is a um, every single image that I draw for the entire month gets put into this. So you're guaranteed at least 31 pages, but with all of the extras that people wind up asking for, like if I know ahead of time, I can do more than one. Every single one of them goes into this book for the price that you get. Last year, we wound up with 52 pages plus a mini print. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, at first glance, $15 sounds like a whole lot, but you also are getting um, the options for specialty covers for a little bit more. Or um, I, this year I um, got connected with, um, I know her first name Shannon, and I cannot remember her last name. It starts with a G. She uh, does embellishments and, and jewels, uh uh, jeweled embellishments on the covers for some of the, the higher end publishers. And she reached out to me and she's like, you know, I do this, right? And I'm like, I didn't know who you were, but this is amazing. <laughs> so our Kickstarter exclusive will have that as its feature. So we'll have 
the matte finish for some of the uh, deluxe tiers, but the Kickstarter exclusive, that individual tier, we're going to test out these jeweled uh, embellishments and just see how fabulous they are. Because if they are as beautiful as I envision, I have a feeling it's going to creep up into a lot more tiers and a lot more um, add-on options. Um, let's see. Uh, I've heard of the I've heard of the jeweled thing. Uh, uh, I really don't know what it is because the only time I hear about it is when Brian's putting it on Lady Death. Yeah. And that tier is always like, you know, like $175. <laughs> I go, yeah. I'm like, dude, I've got a, I've got original covers with uh, certain initials of AH on them from, you know, when you first launched this title. So uh, yeah. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's a lot. It's a lot. But honestly, I'm my... Um, He's doing definitely a larger corporate thing where he, you know, he's got, he's got devoted staff that are nannying his warehouse that are helping him be the best that coffin comics can be. I could only hope to aspire. I could only hope to, to join his devout team of amazing artists. I'm working my way up. I did get a chance to do the one the one cover with him and that was fantastic. But uh, I, I feel like there's a lot more growth opportunity that I think he's looking forward to before he has me back as a guest or anything to that nature. But I can't even tell you how, how proud I am for uh, how grateful I am to, to, you know, have caught his eye and been given a chance. And I, I was very happy with what I had produced for him. But uh, yeah, hopefully with um, things like Kinktober, I can, uh, I can show a broader range uh, for even creature creation. Um, it may not be like true sworn material, but the fact that there might be art that is moldable for, you know, his, his particular campaigns in the future might be something. So, yeah, I, I just hope I'm actually there for a kickoff party one year because he just gets everybody shit faced. So <laughs> I'll just have to bring my own because I don't drink beer. <laughs> oh, he's good. He's, He's pouring like all kinds of whiskey and and tequila oh, yeah. and everything else. I'm like, oh. line them up, buddy. Line them up. Right, right. Oh yeah, and and I know I would have a fantastic time. I usually, it's so funny uh, at uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Like I, I always go hang out at Networks Bar and Grill, and that's usually the place to hang with. My goodness, my phone's going off crazy. Um, it is so funny that like, you know, I, I hang out with quite a few of the fiends and then all of a sudden a sea of black comes in and here I am like in my white, my little pony t-shirt, totally not fitting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so comically ironic. Oh God. <laughs> and I know. Like, obviously, I was just watching Clueless earlier, and I'm just like, you know what? This feels relatable at 40 years old. I don't know. Oh, man. 
So you, you the, the My Little Pony shirt, I'm like, just send it to me. I'll give it to my daughter. <laughs> no, I'm going to wear the thing out until I have to stitch it up with thread. <laughs> you, you're going to have to draw some uh, My Little Pony Kinktober stuff on it. No, 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 no. Like the Ghostbusters, you never cross streams. <laughs> there are like two things I don't draw kids and I don't draw my little pony erotic art. Just like that's that's like a non starter. Sorry. Like, unless you're paying off my student loans, yeah, like that's not going to happen <laughs> at all. <laughs> if you pay off my student loans, I will dirtify a Hasbro product. Otherwise, yeah, that's right. You know what? To the point that they may actually send me a cease and desist letter. I'm like, yeah, if, if you got sixty thousand dollars that you're willing to pony up for ASU, we can talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I recognize this piece because yes. you were hanging out with uh, Sean and I on on the art stream about a month ago, and you were working on this one. Yes. And I was like, ooh. Yes, it was, it was awesome. I think that that was when I had decided that I was going to merge both the angel and the demon together. I was like, yeah, I think, I think that's what I'm going to do. Like I had literally like an hour before your show was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I, yeah, it was funny. Um, it was, it just felt so natural to have that yin and yang kind of match up, you know? So um, I, I like to work in traditional medias for the most part. So a lot of these are hand colored with Copics and colored pencils. And it's kind of nice to be able to merge multiple mediums together in order to achieve something that feels very much like fine art. So. Well, um, she looks pretty fine to me. <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> I uh, I will I will just say that uh, in in my past uh, pre death of 2016 life, uh, I had worked at a few bondage clubs, and uh, <sighs> and I I might have dated a woman that uh, worked as a professional mistress. And got her in a lot of trouble because I might have paddled her. Uh, just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Oh, yeah. It was something, it was something like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's go down the list of debauchery for King Dover. Uh, boot worship. Shower bath. Bound upper body. Lingerie. Who doesn't Last like lingerie? Year, I know, right? Last year, I wound up doing like eight bound uh, pieces. And wow. I, of course, put them all in the book. Don't get me wrong. But I thought that, you know, it was very um, top heavy. So I decided to break it up into doing like an upper body one and then like a full body suspension later in the month uh, to give people equal opportunity to, uh, in case they come on board late. So... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I didn't have uh, you. I know, right? Uh, we have lingerie, which is, you know, tame. Uh, fingering. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Skip. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, 
DP in one. Yeah. Oh boy. I had to look up what that one meant. <laughs> oh, you should have just called me. That was hey, what's thing. this mean? I, I think also, that's the day that the internet shut down. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And I was afraid to tell my husband. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like five hours. I was sweating it. I was like, it says the Wi-Fi is connected, but I can't get on to do anything. It was, oh my God. I also <sighs> used to manage a, I, was store. <laughs> I used to manage an adult bookstore too that just happened to be owned by one of the uh, strip clubs I used to DJ for, so. Ooh, man, yeah. Yes, if I could draw, I could do something like this. Uh, <laughs> in, instead, if you make it a coloring book, I would buy it, and you know, uh, spanking and paddling. Okay, like uh, threesome. Now, define threesome to me. The person that requested it wanted uh, uh, I missed. Who was it for? Oh, it was two girls and a guy on that one. Okay, that's correct. I I I'll tell you what, I'm open to all kinds of weirdness. Uh, on this month and this month, for sure, the freak flag it can totally fly. Um, I, like I said, with pre-orders, they help guide the art in the direction that they would like to see. So let me tell oh, you, yeah. I would have been drawn all kinds of dudes, but this is very women top heavy as far as, as far as this book goes. Nothing wrong with top heavy women. <laughs> uh, no, cause I've, I've, I've heard the, you know, the argument back and forth, of course, working in the clubs. Uh, and all the girls consider a threesome them with two guys. I'm like, no, no. A, a threesome is a guy and two women uh, because two guys in a woman uh, is a train. Oh. oh. Uh, mutual masturbation. That's just her saying uh, no touchy. Uh, voyeurism. Uh, anybody that is signed into, uh, you know, Pornhub at any time in their life uh, is guilty of that. Costumes. Signed in. Um, you know, just by <laughs> typing it in the search bar. There was, a, there was a meme that came around the other day that said, we haven't seen you access porn on your phone lately. Are you okay? Sign the NSA. Nice. So costumes, medical play. They uh, got the option if they wanted to do one or the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I was told I needed to break that one up. I'm like, then I guess there needs to be 32 days in October. <laughs> like, there's only so much you can fit into there. Yeah. Definitely what she said. <laughs> Multiple partners just reminds me that a DJ friend of mine works at a swingers club on Saturday nights, and I hate him now. Uh, not really. I'm just jealous. <laughs> uh, nipple play. I wound up having like five for that one. That's where surprised. that's where the the one with the ball gag like that. That's that's one of the. Oh five. yeah. 
Yeah, that one's super hot. With like the frosty white hair and then you have like the purple ombre, like and then you have the the red gag. Like it's just perfect. I don't know where it came from, but while I was going through boxes, I actually found a ball gag. Uh, I wrapped it and gave it to my daughter's mother for her birthday last year. What the hell? But go, you well, don't know where it came from? No. I know she's got to, she just threw it out. Oh, well. Okay. It was just the, you know, it was just the, the, the fact that you don't know when to shut up, so just wear this. <laughs> <laughs> corset and breath play now so. i got to wear a corset for the first time ever like uh i think in july or something it was very recent and wow did i realize how terrible my posture has been over the last year <laughs> and there's something pretty empowering about having everything in the right place and like cinched up <laughs> super tight but i'll tell you there is nothing that beats getting that damn thing off oh <laughs> oh that was a good feeling <laughs> it makes a bra feel eh, not so bad you know what i i must have very comfortable bras because i got no problem with that but i'll tell you that that the course of thing takes a little bit and used to oh mm -hmm. my goodness Oral. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty spicy <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Am I allowed to show? Am I allowed to show stuff? Or, or will you get in trouble? I'm. I'm fine. Where? Where? Where yeah. are we? Like being streamed at? Uh, we are on uh, fake book, but only on my podcast page on Facebook. Uh, we are on Twitter and uh, on my YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, I'll, I, I guess I won't show this because I, I worry I'm going to get your get your page shut down and they're suspended for a couple days. Oh. Then I just <laughs> get a couple days off. I got a brand new recliner. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried. Be like, well, um, we got to put off your shows. <laughs> how about we cover... Cover that. Cover that. And we'll just rip off all that and cover that. Now everything's covered. So this is actually that day. I just need to color it. We're going for the Egyptian queen. Hmm. Y'all, good stuff right there. It's like smoking weed. I'm hungry and I don't know why. <laughs> but we've got a lot of a lot of good ones. I can't wait to finish. I got like a giant woman, like Gulliver's Travels kind of one. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's this. It's still its pencil stage. Since I don't have a very good lighting at the moment, you may not see it because it's too light. Um, this is bound suspension. Oh, can't see it very well. 
Oh yeah, I saw I saw something similar to it in uh, in like the art print that you showed further down in the campaign. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um <laughs> well, technically she's covering herself there and we'll just paintbrush it. Uh, this is one of the five. We are equal opportunity in the house of Raina, so this is this is a tranny. That's gonna be awesome. And you even used a blue paintbrush. How nice. So that that one actually is pretty good. Uh, this is Cunnilingus. A little further down in the Zumahickey. We'll just cover that. A little starfish. <laughs> oh, she's looking the wrong hole then. So yeah, um, the, the star obviously isn't there. I just have it for a censorship. But mm -hmm. I thought it'd be kind of funny to merge it by land if I see. <laughs> That's definitely a serpent turf, I guess. Yes, there we go. Now you got it. Uh, we've got. We'll just. Here's another one of the. The nipple plays. Mm -hmm. I used to this sell one, a lot This of one hands. got poor Joe McPhee like banned for like three days. He's like, well, well, we have a weekly show, so it doesn't bother me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're banned for three days. <laughs> like, ah, I'm worth four, damn it. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> And then we were going with a red riding hood. This is for costume. Nice. She's got her little basket of goodies down there. And the wolf is humping her leg. Oh, nice. Yes. And you're <laughs> welcome. I didn't censor that. Take that, Facebook. Ah. Whatever. It's fine. But uh, anyway. It's just hugging her. It just, yeah. It's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I've got I've got a lot of work to do. Uh, Boston, I'm sorry, Baltimore Comic Con was this last weekend, and so uh, rather than you know finishing up the work I thought I was going to be getting finished up, I uh, you know was horsing around with Had fun, the yeah. gang, yeah. So instead of doing any work, uh, I made. I tried to make money and have fun. So, no, I wasn't even making money part. Like, okay, so words of the wise. This is my first major con to do. Comic Palooza wasn't this bad, but I, I think with all the additional strands of pandemic goodness, it was taking an hour and 45 minutes for people to get filtered through the exterior building into the inner sanctum that was the con. So it was pretty, pretty sparse back there in Artist Alley, which is fine. It's okay. I actually got to hang with the people that I've been working fairly frequently with. Um, <laughs> and we actually got to talk and, you know, kind of 
dream out the next couple of years and figure out scheming ways to continue working together, even in the off season kind of thing. Um, it really felt like a studio back. Like when I worked at her age studios, we had a building and everybody came in, they did their thing. We would play GoldenEye and eat pizza and Mountain Dew and then watch MTV on the off times. And then of course there was always the mad rush of people trying to get deadlines done, you know, but every once in a while we would all be able to like hang. And that's what that felt like. I haven't had that feeling in like 20 years. It was fantastic. I had a blast. I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was fantastic. I was trying to figure out a time frame. We'd watch MTV. I'm like, well, MTV, <laughs> hasn't, played, MTV yes. hasn't played music okay. for yeah, it's been about a bit. 20 years. Yeah. yeah, it's totally been a bit. Plus GoldenEye. Like, when was that relevant? Um, so, yeah, from like 1999 to like 2001, I worked as a color separator for Heroic Age Studios. And we did color separations for DC Comics. Straight out of high school. Wow. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, Illinois. It was insane. I'm like, what? whatever it was cool like i uh i accidentally fell into this lifestyle not this lifestyle but i mean like into the comic lifestyle and i didn't grow up reading comics but i did grow up loving to draw and it was so cool to see what it was like on the tail end of the comic industry um once a penciler gets done with their thing and then the inker gets done with their thing and then the actual colorist boxes in where the light sources are superman's baby blues and his reds and his yellows or whatever um then it goes to somebody who plugs it in or is able to recreate it in photoshop so that it prints nicely that's the job that we had that's what color separations are so i can do it but I hate spending so much time at a computer because, you know, with young kids, you just got to get them out and going. I used to take my daughter up to, um, I don't know, McDonald's Play Place because whatever. And then I would sit and I would draw and that got her socialization. And I was actually able to function as an artist and it was perfect. But if I'm stuck in a lab, if I'm stuck at a computer, it makes it incredibly hard. So... Yeah. So what, because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stupid with this stuff. Uh, <laughs> what's the, what's the difference between color seps and uh, flatting? Mm. So a flatter kind of goes in and they have this thing called a lasso tool and it basically cuts out a shape where you can drop in a flat color. Then later on, whether it's that person or the person that's actually doing the finishing, um, you can take a magic wand and just select that whole color and any colors that are similar to it, which comes in handy if you're doing like hair or something ridiculous. Um, and then that way you can hit that whole section without having to cut it out all by yourself. So you can have somebody go in and do a majority of the grunt work and then you can have somebody else go in and drop in midtones and highlights and cast shadow 
or special effects like um everything in black and white you're going to have like green lanterns um halo stuff in black lines and then you have to knock those out and turn them green right mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's part of the finishing phase like you got to knock it out of the line art and then you got to fill that void fill that hole with a whole another color and it does some pretty awesome special effects the nice thing about um, the way things are streamlined nowadays, if you can find a digital colorist that is really proficient, they can be your colorist as well as your color separator. Like they can just do it and save, like, save some money that way. Much like a letterer, we don't have physical letterers that much anymore. They're able to just knock it into, you know, some sort of text font thingy. It, it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those magical jobs that certainly unappreciated now and unfortunately is a little obsolete because computers have replaced it. So, yeah, you know, as, as long as the person that's going to play with the uh the text in a box uh doesn't be like it'd be really cool if i used comic sans right yeah there you go yeah i i used to put everything in comic sans because we go it says comic books they're like no nobody ever nobody would do that because you can't read it <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting to see the evolution i didn't i never really think about it um, from the time that I was 17 and, and just getting, I don't know, introduced to this like a complete moron, literally had to be explained to me who Stan Lee was because I was like, Stan Lee who? I thought it was all one name. <laughs> I'm adorable. <laughs> but we all stop to start somewhere, right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And I did get to meet him and he was super, so super nice um, or was whatever. But I, I have been so freaking fortunate. I, uh, I think one of the biggest things that I could recommend to any artist out there is please don't be afraid to show your work to somebody and get critiques. And then don't get defensive about it. Write it down. They're telling you this for a reason. And it's not to hurt your feelings. It's because they know how competitive this industry is. And you probably need to hear what they have to say. I am not perfect. I have never pretended to be. I went to art school. I got thick skin. It's cool. Um, but if my backgrounds are not up to snuff, if my hands are not looking like hands, if like I got a wonky eye, they're going to point it out. They have to because if they always tell you that you're great, you're going to constantly be wondering, well, why can't I get a job? I'm like, okay, well, you can't see it for yourself sometimes. Yeah, if, if, you, get, if you get butthurt easy, uh, you know, maybe the internet and the world of art is not the place for you. Because I, I like <laughs> to think that I'm very, very forthcoming. Like, I'll ask, like, okay, very good stuff. How honest do you want me to be? Like, if you're really looking for some critique, I can offer some guidance. 
um, even if it's just in the presentation aspect of it or whatever. Like, I am not a naysayer. I like to raise the bar and then get excited when you meet it because this is a journey. I've actually been doing comics since I graduated college. Uh, 2009 is when I officially got my degree and decided that I hated doing 3D animation. And by God, 2D animation, that's where it's at. That's that's actually kind of fun. Let's do that. And so it's been a struggle. I'm not going to say it's not, but you see evolution. And I didn't really, I took it for granted because as a comic goer myself or a, a, a Comic-Con attendee myself, I already liked to collect comics and I loved comic art. Like I've always been naturally drawn to it, even though I wasn't an avid reader when I was in my youth. Um, I would put out an annual sketchbook, but it's so funny when you stumble upon it three years later, you know, just back stock or a box that you didn't unpack or whatever, and you get to flip through it yourself and you go, holy smokes, there's been some change in a good way. Well, all right then, and that's actually kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. You know, even if you just do it for yourself and reflect back on it every once in a while, like you're going to see progress. It's just that just like when you're growing and you don't notice it and all of a sudden your pants are like six inches too short, like, you know, all of a sudden it, it springs on you and surprises you. And I definitely had several moments in my career where I look back and go, well, yeah, this, this is working. This is good. And I have actually seen a lot of growth since COVID shutdown stuff. When I first um, moved to Texas and I wasn't, I was more worried about getting the family, you know, settled kids in school, homework, making sure husband's like happy with his job, making sure we've got a place that we like, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, first year I started like branching out to the comic stores and then the shutdown happened like two weeks later and I was like man I never really got a chance to establish myself as a local creator or try to get in on the Houston circuit so well what do you do I had a bunch of uh, sketch card companies that reached out to me and I started doing a bunch of sketch cards so I started working for Dynamite and Upper Deck and R.R. Uh, Parks and uh, Artist Assembly, um, I don't know, a bunch of other uh, smaller companies as well. And drawing, you know, super small, you, you in multiples at that, you start, you know, seeing uh, consistency. Uh, you start getting faster because, you know, sometimes deadlines get a little on the tight side. Um, I, I don't know. You start getting creative with, uh, color choices and stuff like that. Cause you don't want to keep fishing for a, a unique color. Absolutely. Every time that you do a whole new card, mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a lot of ways to get an assembly. Like I would do like 10 pencils and then 10 inks and then 10 colors and then just rotate it back. I'd get a stack of pencil just roughed out 
and then I'd start doing some inks. And when I got sick of it, then I'd do some colors and I'd go back to inks and I'd do some colors and just flippity flop, flippity flop. And before you know it, in two weeks time, you've got 200 cards done. It's insane. It's a lot, but it's really rewarding when you sit back and go, whoa, I did it. I did it. <laughs> And it actually becomes quite a cool thing whenever you're sitting at Starbucks and people actually stop and go, hey, that's cool. So when Starbucks was open. So anyway, yeah, like there's there's a lot of growth that happened. And once I got sick of doing sketch cards, I, I never wanted that to be my, my end game. I like doing them. They're fun. But um, I don't really know how to market them. So I started um, doing like the little drawing challenges. And when I did uh, Big Dog Inks, Inktober, like two years ago, uh, Wendy Steen Shaner had found me for Naughty Stripper Fairy Assassins. And I started doing cover art for her. Little did I know how much I loved drawing, um, well, strippers. <laughs> I was really shocked. Uh, it just just oozed out on like onto the paper. Like I, I miss my strippers. Yeah, right. Oh, well, they're okay. Well, beautiful. <clears throat> I miss I miss looking, okay. and I miss the money they would give me. There you go. Exactly. Well, everybody's got their thing. I think they're. I think they're very. Well, I I cannot hang upside down from a pole and snatch dollar bills with my g-string. I just can't. I I don't know. It's magic. <laughs> Whatever. So um, yeah. And then when this uh, when this campaign was uh, presented to me, like it just felt like such a natural fit. I I don't know. It was. I can see myself doing this annually and not getting sick of it. I can see myself doing it annually and not getting sick of it. So, I don't yeah, because because we would uh, Sean and I were talking about your campaign. So I was like, I go, yeah, she's going to be on next week. Goes, oh, oh, I go, so I go. She hasn't even finished the drawings yet, and they're like all sold. Yeah. He's like, yeah, how? I go, well, you need to draw more naughty stuff. He goes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I don't know. I may have to do a, a survey of some of the clientele that have purchased and just ask, like, you know, what was it about this particular thing that drew you to me? Um, I know some of it's word of mouth. I know some of it's just the fact that they they saw it last year and they weren't able to snag anything and are trying again this year. I, I've noticed that there are some new names onto my list and there's uh, certainly, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, there are certainly some high rollers that are purchasing more than one. Um, there are quite frequently would I draw something and within two or three minutes, somebody was like, Hey, can I have this? This is spoken for. Um, unfortunately this year, everybody got in on the, on the ball early. Like when, by, by day seven, you got to speak up. Like if there's something that you're remotely interested in, get in. I will do more than one. 
I will do more than one, but I got to know ahead of time. I will not go backwards on the days, but I will go forwards and add more. I did five for nip play, you know. I'm not opposed to it. I just gotta, I just gotta know ahead of time because if on day 28 somebody's trying to pick up day five, day 13, and day 18 or something, like I, I'm never gonna get finished, and it won't ever get to press, you know. So if they miss out and they like get in on the end of the campaign and they just can't swing it, that's one of the beautiful things about having uh, this Kickstarter campaign is because we've got two options maybe three. Um, we got a remark cover that has a paddle space where you can get a, uh, a remark or a sketch done uh, on a smaller peekaboo window, and it'll be considerably cheaper than trying to do a full-on commission. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a second option where it's a blank variant and you can literally get anything you wanted except for kids and except for ponies. Mm, I'm on to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so literally anything goes outside of those two very real, very cool for most people rules. <laughs> um, I will do anything for that like if you wanted copyrighted characters that's when you would get that that tier if you wanted you and the missus that's when you would get that tier if you wanted something out of this world super sparkly to where you just lose your mind that's that tier right there you're welcome i aim to please um and uh let's see oh and then if if there's any sketches left over, the uh, $69 blind bag, I think it's called, or the blindfold, or I don't know, it's one of those. Uh, that gives me the option to surprise you with something, and you don't have to make a choice. Like, you, you just surprise me, and you will be surprised, you know. It's hard to say what's going to come up there. It could be a one-of-a-kind commission, full-on uh, blank variant. It could be a remark. It could be in uh, super amazing, spectacular, something another I haven't thought of yet. I don't know. But the idea is that, you know, you're entrusting me with, well, you know, surprising you. So we'll just see what comes up. I'm excited to tinker around with a lot of these ideas, like uh, the, the remark, um, the remark cover is new for this year, and I'm super excited. I see Mike DeBalfo doing like the little peekaboo things for Coffin, and I kind of got the idea based off of that. I don't want to steal steal their idea or anything, but I mean, it's so hard to push out um, the uh, blank covers sometimes in a timely fashion. Um, once I get going on it, I can knock them out, but it, it sometimes, you know, life gets in the way with school or whatever for the kids or, you know, their dance stuff or whatever. And those wind up becoming kind of, I don't know, artsy and interesting. Like you can feel like the raw energy and just the sketch and the lines and just a splash of color or, 
little bit of variation to it. I don't know. It's, it's going to be exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to it. And I, if I get it printed on the paper that I want, which I'm sure I will, because you know my print company is amazing. There is even the opportunity, I think, to go outside of the border. So, like, if I really wanted to go all out, I could do like tattooing on the leg or butt, or like little tramp stamp on the back. You know, like there's there's just really a lot of opportunity to make it fun and interesting and and really one of a kind. And that's, I think that's my draw to doing this um, annually is just that like, I don't necessarily, I used to fantasize about wanting to work for Image or Top Cow or DC. Um, and the more that I work with indie creators, the more I value this customer service is one-on-one -on -one. like i have the power to really make the difference and that that feels really cool it feels really yeah, you don't good. have to worry about the gatekeepers well i mean i don't know the gatekeepers you know are are they customer service oriented do they realize that like my my clientele mean the world to me and if they forsake me then I have no I have nobody following me at that point so it's I don't want to burn bridges I only want to invite and include and I, I never want anybody to feel like they're left out that their vote doesn't count you know so I really do try a, a lot of um I was I was talking with uh, Ted Davies. He runs a, a podcast that I'm doing tomorrow, and I was talking to him earlier today about how I really enjoy doing a really diverse spectrum of items. And unfortunately, when people pre-order, they already have their preconceived notions, and so I'm following their lead. And I realized that as I do Kinktober, um, I have a lot of. Caucasian elements to this book and with my mermaid rising tides I was drawing them and then people would buy them and so I really had that diversity I had Polynesian influence I had Alaskan Arctic I had um uh uh more Caribbean elements, uh, the fighting in iguana, that kind of thing. It just like there was uh, there was a lot of fun with that, and so I I don't know. It's it's still beautiful art, but I think that I would love to have the opportunity to take it to that next level and have it even explode with diversity because let's face it i don't know anybody in any culture who doesn't like sex so <laughs> so it's beautiful artwork and i think that's why i stress so hard to try to make it um fantasy characters and things that i can really push um uh, like the the uh, the lingerie day number four was a green fairy, an absinthe fairy, and so I didn't have to worry. Like she definitely has um, traditional 
I don't know, basic body type or whatever. But then you can, I guess, hide it a little bit by changing her skin tone and changing the elements that are around her and, and trying to, to really make it explode with color. And that helps uh, with the mermaids, making them super shiny. Uh, the the um, the cunnilingus one, where she's like all like she's all blue, and then she's got the uh, the man of war jellyfish as her hair. Like there's just there's a lot of ways to make it fun. So I really hope that everybody from any walk of life is able to enjoy the book. And if there's feedback, I, I'm all about it. I definitely want to know what people think, how the condition of their book managed to get there. Um, I, I want them to be extraordinarily happy with what they get. Um, I do not like buyer's remorse. I want to keep people super happy with my product because as I go out into major conventions and into other people's cities. Like I really hope, I really hope that they'll come and tell me how much they enjoy the book or offer constructive criticisms on how I can improve. Um, I don't, I don't want this just to be a one and done thing. This is important to me on an artistic level and I can't grow just by myself. I grow with the community that I service. So that sounds there's, so weird. There's, there's still a handful of days left. I can't believe that uh, Kinktober is almost over. Yeah, I know. Ain't that something? Yeah, we've got, we've just got today's that doesn't have a backer yet. Feet. Yeah. I, I had actually thought a few times, like anytime the family came over and they'd kick off their shoes, I go, oh, maybe I should take pictures of their feet and just sell them on the internet. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, there, there's a lot of different It's okay. Ideas. Nobody ever comes to my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we no, think you no. were thinking about that, so we're not going I, I don't know if I can find my, my reference photos, but there there's something just super sexy about like the super high arch or to have um, like, I don't know about peekaboo toes or whatever, like that little outlet or whatever, but um, oh, sexy heels. And then like whenever they like arch their toes beyond it so you can actually see the curve of their foot. Like, I don't know. I'm not much of a foot person unless it's like little baby toes, but still it's it, there. I can see the appeal for sure. So. Yeah. No, I, 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 my, my feet are nasty. I, I, I have the foot of a, uh, of a baggins. So, uh, <laughs> oh, the baggins, Lord have mercy. But see, I don't know if you can see or not, but you got like, like you get the, the, uh, the heels. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at the heels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see the heels. Right. But then you can like totally, uh, do. Yeah. I know. Arches. I know what you're talking about with the. Yeah. The, the bent toes and the arch going back. Yes, yes, yes. It's really interesting. I I, I like it. You get 
like this person who's got like their feet in the sands. I don't know. You never know. Like reference photos, you know. <laughs> what are you doing with this stuff? Well, it's this is work. Yes, it absolutely is. So anyway, um, no, it's really it's really interesting. But it's, it's trying to find an artistic way to place it in. You know, it's not just like, oh, look, there's toes. Like, no, 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 no. It's got to be sensual. It's got to be sexy. It's got to be a little kinky. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. So. And then tomorrow is uh, latex or leather. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Uh, then, then, we, <laughs> then we go into the uh, Cthulhu uh, day. Mm. Tentacles and Orzino. Uh, Definitely got a buyer for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more than one. Uh, oh, I could only hope. <laughs> Find uh, me on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just looking and going, hmm. Mm -hmm. The 27th went hentai quickly. Yes, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> or even H.R. Geiger. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Ripped clothing. Uh, I think uh, 29 would probably be my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I heard a joke about that. Uh on Instagram, the uh, the reels things that everybody are doing now. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't worry. You know, I'll try not to suffocate him. Oh, wait, uh, if he's doing it right, he could drown. Fantastic. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. I heard the, uh, I ain't no punk bitch. I'm like, oh, oh I reckon. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> enthusiasm. That's what we like. <laughs> Relax. It's been hours since I ate those double burritos at Taco Bell. Oh. Femdom and aftercare. The aftercare is sweet. And yeah, I was talking to uh, somebody on a podcast and like, well, why would that be important? Like, oh, that's nice to offer a juice so their blood sugar doesn't tank while they're tied up. I don't know. Be nice. It's like, come on, buddy. <laughs> Hasn't she ever asked you for a towel afterwards? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just sad. It's sad to think that it's all sex and no heart. You gotta you gotta love the one you're with and not just hate fuck them. That's not bad. But it's not it's not everything there is in life. No, so you, you gotta yeah. have ice cream afterwards and could and, you imagine? And, I could, you know. I could do one where she's making him a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Mm -hmm. So actually, actually, I know what I'm doing for that one. It's going to be Bride of Frankenstein straddling Frankenstein monster, getting ready to do a suture on his face. <laughs> Is she holding be... onto the neck bolts? We haven't gotten though. that. We haven't gotten that far in the staging of it, but I, I penciled it out because uh, that that's one uh, that's going to someone who would like to see it and be more PG thirteen than triple oh, yeah, yeah. X. So, and it makes sense because like if you need a good good angle on something, you, you got to be in the right position. So, yeah, yeah. 
like have have her straddling like the front and getting ready to like bend over to like do the suture so you get like full boob window you get you know lots of leg as she's you know in these tattered gown pieces and then you know Frank, frankenstein's monster just enjoying this whole thing like oh yeah it's totally <laughs> accident so i don't know we'll see how it goes so stretch um, goals mm -hmm. what is the squee lovers care kit oh we actually got a sponsor um we got a, a sponsor and i i didn't write it down at the because i just found out about it uh i think it's like fetish mafia i think is sponsoring our our lovers kit and it's essentially going to be a condom and a personal pack of lube and of course those will all be individually like ziplocs so they're not going to be touching your your books or anything but you know a little little TLC for you to enjoy whatever. They will be not safely secured, and there yes. will be there will not be any love stains on your book. Relax. Exactly. In fact, for anybody who's curious, I have seen a lot of like angry uh, posts regarding um, the way things get shipped. Um, I have all of my books bagged and boarded. And they go into top loader sleeves and then they go into their mailers. So they are extra reinforced. If you wind up having a overzealous post person who decides to treat it like Ace Ventura and your book gets damaged, all you have to do is reach out to me and let me know. I would hate for something like that to discourage you from backing my campaign. Um, I do ship internationally. Uh, so if you happen to be hanging out in Australia and you're on the lockdown for mail, don't worry. I got you. I'll just hang on to it until that ban is lifted and would hate for you to miss out on something that you actually wanted to have. So I think they've lifted it, but currently it's around $70 to ship one book into Australia. Okay. I was pricing it through price uh, through pirate ship pirate and they ship. were averaging about 38 to $45. So I looked into it. I have a separate mailing tier for Australia. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry for you guys. Um, but at least, uh, at least shipping to Europe and China will save at least 10 maybe 15 dollars based on that so yeah i I've, I've started actually calling everybody's digital tier the australian variant yeah that's nice i you know. i don't offer a digital variant i think that for for comics where you're having to like read it that makes sense but unfortunately since i'm sending unwatermarked images yeah it becomes an ethical thing. I hope everybody understands. I don't fully understand how the internet actually works, but I know that I am old school and I like physical copies of stuff. And um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know they're popular. I, I, they're I'm sweet. sorry that your country sucks. And uh... no. That, you know, it started yeah. out as a prison colony and it, once again, is a prison colony. 
one day you'll be able to get stuff shipped in for a reasonable amount of money. Yeah, well, for that, you end up having like Hawaii stuck in that too, do you not? Yeah. Because it's unfortunate to even, like it's cheaper to buy milk from Starbucks than it is to buy a gallon of milk from the uh, grocery store. Yeah, it's, I got a, a buddy of mine that just, re, he retired from the, from the Navy uh, about a year and a half ago. And it, him and his wife and, and kids bought a house in, uh, in Hawaii and retired there. And he's like, oh, I go, are you fishing yet? He goes, yep. Nice. He goes, I'm fishing. I'm hunting. <laughs> I've made friends with people up in the hills. I'm like, nice. I go, good. I was surprised at the amount of stray cats. Hmm. Yeah. But for how? But for how long? Ah, touche. Okie dokie. And interior art. See, I was just wondering. Uh, most people can't get away with this stuff on 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 posting to the uh, on posting to the campaigns. Oh well, they. they ushered me through and we haven't hidden anything this time <laughs> yeah i know i'm like oh yeah bunny rabbit yeah and her tail <laughs> this is boot worship we were going with a demon ballerina Yeah, I, I've seen this, and I just always shake my head and walk away. Oh, like, okay. You know, there's there's lots of other things that are my cup of tea. This this is this is not. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Because it, it seems too much like cleaning, and oh, okay. I'm not a person that likes to go cleaning. Uh, okay, well, I would clean this, but there you go. I was gonna say, well, this one is bathtub. Yes, yeah. so. you know, because you know, you got to pick your battles. Oh, oh, bathtub and shower. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me, I'm all maintenance tomorrow. My shower broke. My kid broke oh. my shower over the weekend. The uh, it was one of like the long shower wands. We yeah. won't go into that story, yeah. but uh. The, the piece that fastens to the, the wall, it just it snapped and came like right off. So goodness. So we cannot turn it on because it'll just spray everywhere. Yeah. This one is uh funky. Yeah. Squeaky. I like the toes. Oh yeah, I've never I've never seen a, a cloven hoof make that kind of movement before. <laughs> I, I guess if you know you hosed the animal in the right spot you might see it more often <laughs> this reminds me of somebody i used to work with nice mm -hmm. that that's our uh this is the one that broke the internet. Yes, right? <laughs> that, that's day six. That's your DP right there. And all the covers are available as add-ons. 
So, all right, the mistress. So this is uh, our angel and demon that we put together, and I threw a background behind them. This will be on uh, like a matte finish. Mm -hmm. Then we'll have the blank variant. The blank variants are amazing. So other artists out there, I apologize for last campaign, but this campaign I have them available for, for purchase. Um, essentially, um, this paper stock can take it and still keep running. Uh, I have thrown Copics at it, uh, airbrush, watercolor, colored pencil, ink, uh, pencils like it it doesn't bleed through it doesn't bleed through so your interior uh, cover um, it, it you don't have to worry about having a big red splotch across you know a face or anything it's amazing I was skeptical until I tried it and I was just blown away at the quality of it so I am so excited to take on um, the blank variance options for this campaign. So uh, for those that are interested in purchasing them without my art so that you can draw your own naughty things, this tier is for you. It literally takes a beating and keeps on ticking. Nice. Mm-hmm. And of course, you get your holofoil option. I leave it up to my printers to decide what type of holofoil would work best for those images. And so far, they've been pretty on the money with their, their selections, whether it be the lava or the radial or the, I don't know, shattered glass or whatever, mm -hmm. like whatever pattern that they have on stock. And um, I don't know. I, like, I, I just know that no matter what, it's going to be beautiful. It, it just cracks me up that uh, it's the 90s all over again. There's so many people that yeah. complain about 90s comics. I go, I liked 90s comics. I know, right? I think I think what we didn't like about the 90s was the fact that they had, the, um, they had for instance, uh, X-Men had like 23 titles and they all interconnected with each other to make this giant universe and you couldn't miss an issue of one yeah. thing or another without Oddly enough, X-Men is back to 23 different titles that are mm -hmm. all interconnected and you have to buy them all. Mm -hmm. Except in the 90s, you actually got some good stories. Mm -hmm. and, and today, the big story is... Uh, them changing their fashion sense and going to a dinner party uh, at the Hellfire Club. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -mm. yep. I cancel all everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what the appeal of Kickstarters are is that you get people who are trying to bring in, in uh, a whole different way of writing back to fans mm -hmm. and with any luck they're doing a good job and i am not a writer otherwise i would be giving you that kind of material i am at least working on leveling up the art part of it so that when i do get hired on to do um interior works i'll, I'll be at the level that they'll need to match an amazing story 
with some amazing art. So, and then if you happen to know Kara, uh, AZ Power Girl, yes. who was kind enough to do a photo shoot, a Shibiari photo shoot, and we did a trade. So I did a cover for her and she lent me this, which I, you know, made fanciful. I added a horn, I added some hooves, I added a uh, tail and background. I changed her ropes to match. And um, I love how it turned out. I can't wait to see it in person. I hope to God it looks great. So with any luck, and we've even got it as a, a virgin cover, so you can get uh, just all care of the whole thing. So yeah, I got uh, I got a I got a, a fire bitch variant, uh, and I bought it because I was all about uh, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, and she did the Ahsoka thing. Uh, oh, nice! But it, it was. It was uh, it was the Ahsoka headdress and a lightsaber and nothing else. Yes. So uh, I'm like, well, this one is twenty dollars yeah. shipped. I go sold. Right. That I is. I needed, a, I needed a copy of the book anyhow. I hadn't got it yet, but right? I go. I don't yeah. ever choose on the way, and I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that one. Yep. Yep. And then I'm not sure if you're familiar with George Weber, but he did a lot of um, adult cartooning. And I'm a huge fan of his Pillow and Lucky um, little cartoon thingy that he does. Uh, if you get a chance to check it out on Facebook, you would love it. Pillow is like a prostitute and Lucky is her cat. And they wind up doing, I don't know, just random stuff, whether she's posing for money for an art student or she's actually earning her trade it's really really profound the way that he puts it together i love it i absolutely love it so i at like one in the morning was scrolling through facebook and i saw he said that he had something that was a little naughty um and eventually he he might be able to sell it to get I don't know, printed or something. And so I would like messaged him in the middle of the night, like a creeper, like, excuse me, Mr. Weber, I print it. <laughs> so, <laughs> then I couldn't believe that, you know, he inquired a little bit and then was like, yeah, I'm in. All right. And I'm like, what, what? Oh my gosh. It's different when it's a personal friend of yours. It's totally different when it's someone you don't have a established relationship with. Yeah. I was deeply flattered. And then um, I was chatting with uh, another friend of mine who is, <sighs> I hate to name drop because it seems unfair that he was, um, he was saying that he needed to level up his sexy game. I'm like, you're the god of sexy. Are you kidding? If nothing, I'm following in your footsteps, whatever. And then he was like, oh, no, I really got I really got to do something. I'm like, well, I already know that you draw a lot of women. I know that you're highly sought after. Honest to goodness, if you'd like to draw anything, like anything, no holds bar. I don't care about sales. I care about your happiness. Like, you want to draw something really, really weird, draw it. I'll, I'll print it. I don't care. So 
We'll see. He said yes, but his turnaround isn't that fast. So if it comes in before the campaign ends, it'll be a flash sale. If it doesn't get turned in until later, we'll save it for next year. It's all good. <laughs> so it sounds sounded like he was interested, and I, I would hate to put him on the spot. So we'll just it'll be like a little secret until it happens or something. I don't know. But yes, George Weber. Now every time I go past this little horse at Kroger's, I giggle. <laughs> and then my daughter's like, oh, I want to ride it. Like, no, just keep walking. <laughs> I don't have any more. Let's go. Come on. That, yeah, that is one really bad thing, right? Because I don't carry cash on me anymore. <laughs> But I love the little jar that says babysitting fund or babysitting money. And I was just like, this is the the whole thing is so freaking cute. And so if we're able to get to the $4,000 marker, everybody would get a copy of this as a postcard because I really do want to share his art. It's so fantastic. When When you were describing what he does, the only thing I could think of was... Being in high school, working at the first comic shop I ever saw, which is still technically my LCS, and I'm I'm best friends with the owner now. Uh, the original owner sold it to him and, and got out of the business. But uh, I, I still remember uh, my high school days when I was too young to be holding in hand but still reading Cherry Pop Tot and yeah. Omaha the Cat Dancer and going, yeah. whoa. Right? I got to go what? home. Yeah. <laughs> be like, Jane, I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. <laughs> black flag. The black bag. Yep. So this one is definitely like exposed and active. So did like a... <sighs> Very paradise lost kind of thing out in the middle of nowhere, voyeurism at its height. Mm -hmm. It was interesting and fun. And I tried to make her a little thicker, I tried to, tried to give her a little meat on her bones. So, my thank you, you're welcome. More to love, yeah. I, 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 I always try to crack that joke. Hey, I like my books like I like my women, thick. There you go. <laughs> and for those that missed out on the first campaign, I don't want you to miss out on all this sexy awesome. So we've got uh, volume one as well as volume two in both matte finish, the regular cover, and then we've also got Holofoil later down the, the road. Uh, the dominatrix here, this is our jeweled Holofoil cover. The jeweling will only be done on this particular tier. Just as a test run. I just yeah. don't know what I'm getting myself into. This is <laughs> just just the image there with all with all the swirly hollow foil. Yeah. Is just friggin' gorgeous. Thank you. I love this piece. I love this piece. It was uh, going to be um, the lingerie tier, and then I was like, no, this is cover worthy. I just, like, it feels like she's lifting, like, you could feel weight in the shoulder set and the boob set, and it just, I don't know. I love it. <sighs> it's not going to do water. 
I have to go like this. Lingerie <laughs> will just fall apart. Right. And, and then we've got the hollow foil pack. We've got um, so our my print shop wound up uh, accidentally overprinting my Rising Tides bundle, and so I did have some leftover uh, of the Rising Tides Naughty Fairy crossover. So we do have that book added to the other two hollow foils um, at a reduced rate. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty, you know, that's pretty cheap, like the two hollow foils and the rising tides. Oh, the rising tides one is hollow foil too. So it's three oh, hollow it? foils. Three hollow foil covers for $45. Yes. See, I didn't know what the rising tides book was. Yeah, so the rising tides was um uh, the Mer May drawing challenge. So it's, it wound up being more like a 40-page book. Uh, it's got a lot of, it, it's set up very similar. It's all art. Um, it's all mermaids and mermen. And it's uh, incredibly diverse in its uh, cast. Um, there's a lot of really beautiful things. The artwork that you're seeing in uh, Squeegasm is going to be, is, is very uh, in tandem, but age appropriate for like, you know, 12 and up kind of thing. You know, it, it's something that if you left out on the coffee table, you wouldn't have to blush too hard trying to explain it. So, but this, you know, this particular cover is obviously, you know, the boobs are exposed, but that's the worst that this book has mm -hmm. for the entire, the entire setup. Um, I offer, I think later on uh, in the campaign, I offer the uh, the kinky cover for Rising Tides as well. So, in the peep show, this is this is the yeah, one the that's the remark. This mm -hmm. is the remark on the paddle. Yes, and then I was thinking the the option of going over onto like the the leg or onto the butt or up on the arms or something like to personalize it to make it unique so there's there's lots of options for for that the menage yeah these are obviously the higher end uh exclusives the the Kara nicole the george weber and then this would be an unjeweled version of the uh, the Kickstarter exclusive. What I worry about is trying to send them and then have the the um, the what do you call it the jeweling like pierce the other books in compression. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we're only offering it for that one tier. It's not to make your life hard. It's really just because they're going to get shipped separate. And I'd much rather have the books all be flat, at least until I know for sure that they're gonna be protected and safe. Mm -hmm. This is this is year two, and I want to make sure I do it right as I evolve my tiers and that I'm able to bundle them safely. And this is the blindfold. This is the one I was talking about earlier, where you're definitely gonna get 
the matte finish uh, regular cover, but I can choose the extra thing that you get, whether you get a full-on commission or not full-on um, blank variants worked, or if you get a randomized piece of art, if there's any left over, or you get a remarked special, you know, for you. And um, so it's not all of them. It's one or the other or the other to make that value. Um, I aim to please. I certainly want to make everybody happy. So I definitely don't want to disappoint you with whatever you decide to uh, wind up in there. But it will be randomized and it should be really amazing. So, yeah, you'll get you'll get the main cover and either a blind sketch blank original piece of art or the remark covers oh and just to clarify that blind sketch blank that that'll that'll actually have art on it it won't just be a blank variant it'll just it'll yeah. be worth it will, it will a be a white cover that says blind sketch on it right oh god wouldn't that just be <laughs> you scary? have to you have to be so specific the cover will not say blind sketch because okay. like it doesn't say that on it does it because <laughs> last year Oh, man. Marvel did this retarded thing where DC started putting out the, when they started first going with Penguin, their books started coming out on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. Oh. And Marvel, for whatever reason, was like, our books come out on Wednesday. So all their covers just said, our books come out on Wednesday and the title of the book on top. Okay. And I think somebody like really screwed up that they were supposed to actually just print headers for, you know, this title is sold out. Our books come out on a Wednesday for, you know, then for the stores to put them behind, but oh. nope. Mm. Oh, somebody like, got fired. <laughs> no, that's DC. Oh, um stern Marvel, talking they, to marvel they just quit and go to substack oh makes sense oh yeah <laughs> Sir, sir's choice i'm a sir there you go uh, customize your squee fantasy limited mm -hmm. to 15 custom sketch cover 90 dollars. oh yeah this is that super special awesome paper that i love so much yes sir and on top of that if anybody is interested in uh, getting this particular thing, but they're like, oh, golly, I don't know. Uh, you can actually go onto my Facebook website, Facebook fan page. There we go. Uh, Reina Art, R-E-Y-N-A Art. And you can go to the Kinktober 2020 folder and if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of that folder, you'll start seeing the one-of-a-kind images that didn't wind up in that book. Um, those one-of-a-kind images are going to be the blank variants that were done exclusively for those clients. I did at least take photos of those and post them. Um, and like I said, there's only two things I want to draw. So you literally get your option of, I don't know, the character type that you want, your very favorite color, or three. 
Um, if you really are into hair, like I can do one that has like the Medusa style hair where it's just coming out of everywhere. Like it really gives you an option to get not only what you would like to kind of have drawn, but like if there's a particular kink that I didn't offer, that's really your thing. There's there, it's an opportunity to get something that's going to mean something to you. And every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll get a little interested and start uh, going through Facebook, not Facebook, eBay. I'll go through eBay just to see what's out there. Because every once in a while, I find something that I really want to have that, that I drew and, and I had to submit back to the company. Um, most notably, those Dawn 30th anniversary sketch cards, man. I want those back. Uh yeah, I never, I never see these um, these specialty pieces ever up there. I never see uh, any of the sketches that I've ever drawn for people flipped on eBay. It, they may be happening. It's just I never catch it. They they either don't list it quite right, or I I don't look that frequently. I'm not sure. Or but, it means it's not up. A, it's not up as an auction. It's up as a buy it now, and they're it's gone before you can even you know. That might be the case, but it means a lot to me anyway that people are buying these and not flipping them for the highest bit. You know, it's incredibly flattering, and I didn't really think about it until about a week ago, where I was like, huh. This book has been out for a year and, you know, usually, you know, people are um, doing their best to gain high, the highest uh, monetary amount for things, you know, that they can. And it, I, I have yet to see this or the Rising Tides book up for list and, um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Other than... banned anything uh, of an adult nature. Oh, well, like I said, even the uh, rising tides part and not, not absolutely everything that I, that I do winds up being completely adult. Well, all right. Well, yeah, all right. Well, for this campaign, for this campaign. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, whatever. foot and mouth. You're <laughs> so, but either way, I'd like to think in my own fantasy world that these have, good value to the people that are getting them and that oh, yeah. so then we've got the higher end tiers where we've got um multiple copies at a little bit of a reduced rate so you're able to get um like the matte finished one as well as the uh hollow foil and kickstarter exclusives and the george weber and the Kara the Kara covers. And like I said, the Kickstarter exclusive will not have the jewels on this, on the higher end tiers, just because I don't want the books to get scratched or damaged. So yeah, you have to order that one separately. That one will be separate in that one exclusive tier. And that will ship separate. So mm -hmm. you do, you do a bunch of add-ons. All the pretties. These will all be holofoils. These will all be beautiful. Well, with, well, wait, no, I guess it's not all. I get so excited about all the shit. Minus the mermaid on the end. Right. So 
So actually it looks like you've got, ooh, you get both matte finish and hollow foil for the first volume. And then you get the matte finish and hollow foil for the second volume and the Kickstarter exclusive for this one. That's what that looks like. Super duper. So this is for retailers, not retailers exclusively, but this is geared more towards retailers. This is going to be for those that are going to be putting these up for sale in their stores. Or if you decide that you want to gift them to a bunch of friends or whatever, that's fine. You're going to get five of the regular cover and then five of the nipple play ball gag one. I don't have a name for it, but it's incredibly enticing. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I don't know. It's, it's the shut up and drool cover. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I call her the one with the frosted purple hair. <laughs> I'm just like looking and going. Oh, yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't exactly cover that, but, you know, it, I guess it, the clips cover it, enough. It's, it's just, you know, shut up and take my money. There um, you go. Ooh, it's the shut up and take my money cover. There you go. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yes. Love her. Mm -hmm. And the toy box. Yep, a little bit of everything all up in there. You betcha. That's a lot of a lot of books. So both versions of volume one and volume two, uh, the non-jeweled Kickstarter exclusive, yeah. Rising Tides, yeah. uh, Miss Kara, and uh, Little Pony Girl there. Yeah. And the dynamic. Yep. Everything this, from above plus a custom sketch cover. Yes, that's exactly right. This time you'll get the blank, but it'll have that option for me to do art for you. So you'll literally be able to get everything. So, yep, pretty awesome stuff. And then no limits. Yep. This is a switch instead of the uh, custom so, cover. You get a custom 11 by 14 uh, piece of art limited to three. Yes. My idea is that I really want to have something that's going to be beautiful and tailored to that person. It's going to be a larger size. So it's going to take me a little more time to get it done, which is why I've limited it to three instead of opening it for a full on, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um that the suspended bound girl that's in red up there, that's just kind of like one of the examples. But um, but you can also see a variety of other pieces that I've done uh, under the Kinktober 2020 and Kinktober 2021 folders that are on my fan page, Raina Art. So you're welcome to kind of take a look at those and see if there's if the samples work for what you would like because the if you like the artwork the artwork can be tailored to the needs of the client so and i aim to please i i don't want you disappointed i want your i want you to like what you get i want you to be able to trust me as an artist to fulfill i've had 
this is my third champagne. So the last two have had 100% fulfillment. Um, I've already spoken with my print company to make sure that they have adequate toner, print supply, hollow foil papers, that they're ready to rock. And they've assured me that they are. So I am looking at getting everything uh, with good turnaround time. And I'm looking to have fulfillment done uh, or, you know, start having fulfillment out by January. I'd like to beat the holiday or I'd like to have the holiday pass so that the majority of packages don't get like completely ransacked by the holiday rushes and stuff. I know that there's a bit of a price increase and all of that at the moment. And uh, with the quantity of packages that are due to go out, I, I just, it seems like it would be a better bet to wait until the new year to start doing fulfillment. So if you're intending on having this be a Christmas present, please let me know. I can make you a little, I, I, OU kind of certificate or something to coming soon be all clever or whatever. Um, but don't expect this for Christmas. Um, as much as I would love to have it there, we know that the postal system, UPS, FedEx, and any other ground transport is uh, seeing some shortages and as have some delays and they're overworked and I just <sighs> your packages would be in jeopardy amidst all the other stuff and it just seems like an unnecessary risk <laughs> yeah just after the first of the year yeah so I'm looking at January to start getting those out and uh, making sure that they're there uh, in a timely fashion oh see there we go I, I just you know i i forget where her eyes are because they're not on the page and i lose my mind <laughs> they're up here yeah we know where they are Never in mind. the title and <laughs> somewhere i don't know it's just and then they migrate right back down yeah, she's they're, so they're, pretty the the eyes are buried in the border of the book we're sorry honey yeah And the, this is just examples of all the add-ons. And then we yes. get into some original art. Yes, yes. I, uh, over the last year and a half or so, I have done a lot of indie creations uh, or indie cover art for, for our indie creators. And uh, a lot of these are going to be published. Um, like this is a Naughty Stripper Fairy Assassins, Naughty Fairy Stripper Assassins cover uh i think the latest from like issue five i think so this is a published piece and it's 11 by 11 by 14 in size i think and then this is a published piece from naughty fairies she's on a paddle board and that one is uh I want to say that one's 11 by 14, too. Equal opportunist. So we've got... Oh, some, right, oh, right, oh, right. That's right. <laughs> so 
I was joking around and I was like, hey, 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 how funny would it be if we did a Naughty Fairies Christmas party or something? And uh, where else would you have it but at a strip club? <laughs> so you could go through and name the whole crew. You've got uh, Kara and Alfred right in front. You've got Wendy and Bill. You've got uh, Christina Haggerty and CB Zane. Um, myself, uh, Kylie, uh, Carrie Ann, and Steph, and Ruben Ros Rosas, and I don't know. There's a handful of others. Like, we got everybody in the mix. It was fantastic. See, that that's funny, because when you said you were going to name everybody, I, I thought you, like, named all the male strippers. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, they don't need to have names, honey. Don't worry name. about it. <laughs> I just want to be able to drop my pencil and be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I can't wait till I get old in a nursing home. It's going to be a horrible. <laughs> you and me both. Oh, dear oh. Lord. Oh, my. Well, I, I worked at the clubs for like 30 years. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a Scorpio, so, you know. Oh, I didn't tell you. I'm a Taurus. I'm stubborn as shit. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And like I said, I like to do fan service for both men and women. So, we can't leave the boys out. This was a published cover as well. This was a trading card for Naughty Fairies. So, that was pretty awesome. This was a published cover and one of my finest. Uh, I believe this one was 11 by 17 in size. Nice. It's just gorgeous. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was barely a swimsuit. <laughs> um, this one was a, a sticker. No, trading card. This one was a trading card as well. I love this one. I do. She's got that pink fringe that comes off those shoes and the hair just kind of ripping, like wrapping around and the wings. I, I swear if I get, you know, something happened to me today and I was never able to draw again, I'd be known for wings and mermaids. Just that's, that's what I'm going to get known for. This was just uh, published. It's Babes, Gore, and Dinosaurs. And I have, I just got the comps like two days ago and they're in my luggage still. So, but the colors turn out so beautiful. So beautiful. So I was very blessed to be on this project and I look forward to working with uh, Dustin Brunel more. He's actually got a Kickstarter live now uh, for Greed 2. And I think I have the original art for those covers coming up. So this was my trade with Kara. And it has this not been, been published. This has not been yet. published yet. Huh? So this is, this. these are... Unpublished. This, is, this is for the next issue it might be but you know she's got her menagerie of artists so yeah. whether she uses it for this upcoming or she waits two or three issues it's in the it's in the mix we did a an art trade 
So she did, she submitted to me and then these are what I submitted to her. So there's the safer work and then the next one is not safe. Yeah. So the, the nice uh -huh. and the, the, no. the, my cover. Yeah. Your cover. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So I it just, it's just beautiful. I can't wait to see it in color. It's going to just be amazing. And then this is for Greed 2. Um, this is currently live on Kickstarter right now. And that's Greed, G-R-E-E-D, 2, the number 2. So um, there's this one, which is the safer work, where it's a daytime uh, carousel image, like in a mall. And then this is the not safer work, where instead of like sunlight, it's actually blacklit. So it's really striking color. The carousel horses are plague horses. Uh, it just There's a lot of fun that happened with this particular piece. And though it's a similar stance, they're just, they're so wildly different. It's amazing. So if you haven't seen the colored version, you're welcome to go to my Facebook page or to Instagram and check that out. So. These just got sent off to the colorist. This is actually modeled after David Mack's Scarab cover. Mm. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. This is actually supposed to get colored and printed early next year. Uh, totally Rad Life of Violet, Jim Noble's um, book from Totally Rad. So that's really exciting. This is just all kinds of gnarly. He describes her as a party girl, so I took that a little bit to the extreme. This is off to the, uh, the colorist right now, too. And this is, I think, supposed to drop uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I think. So I love this piece. It's like my favorite, I think, that I've done thus far. I mean, she's pretty naked. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I probably should have had a couple of squeeze across that. But anyway... You know, lion tamer, just, you know, super fun. Some kind of tamer. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. And then this was the cover art for Witches of Westchester. First time I put that many characters on a, on a cover. And then this is the not safe for work version. Yeah, I remember seeing these when I was talking to Alton. Oh, what? I had, I had altered on for... Uh, oh, pictures. right. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, that's all I've got at the moment. And uh, Lisa with Malone Management has helped me put all of these wonderful images into a very, very pretty, like, package for your viewing pleasure. So with any luck, um, you guys enjoy it. And if you have questions, let me know. I'm around social media here and there. I've been obviously working on getting the images completed for the book. So the campaign should uh, end on November 6th at midnight, just in time to avoid daylight savings mix-ups. So <laughs> just in the nick of time. Yeah, just in the nick of time. 
of time, yes. Um, so with any luck, you guys will have an exceptional book in your possession, uh, you know, in a couple of months after the holiday season. Um, quality paper, quality art, you know, excellent customer service from, you know, who, so fucking around, right? You know, and, you know, what, what's not to like from somebody that shows up on a show wearing a t-shirt that says Uranus, the original gas giant. That is absolutely correct. I think my husband slipped it into my closet like he didn't really need it anymore. I, but it's so soft. <laughs> it's been worn so many times. No, it hasn't. No, it's brand new. NASA's oh, got nice. it going on. And uh, I, 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 felt, I, felt, I felt really bad because uh, <laughs> the... Uh, the the smart Tyson DeGrassi, what's his name? The the smart guy. The smart uh, guy. Uh, he was on like one of the late night talk shows, and I think it was Conan before he went off the air. And he goes, so has anybody thought about renaming Uranus? At which point he told him, he goes, look. Only five-year-olds call it Uranus. It's Uranus. actually it's it's actually Uranus. Yeah. I go yeah because that sounds so much better. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, so I'm five. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. That's what we go with. It's like still, I, I feel very much uh, identifiable with that Rick and Morty episode where Pluto is a planet. Pluto is a planet. It was always my favorite because everybody loves an underdog, and here they wiped it right out from under me. Oh, it's a satellite. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. It's fine. It's a planet. Pluto Be is a planet. Besides, if I if I pronounced Uranus the, the proper way, it would totally destroy the Star Trek joke I heard in seventh grade. So. Oh. <laughs> like, what does toilet paper in the USS Enterprise have in common? They, they circle Uranus looking for Klingons. Oh, <laughs> gross. And you win. That's fantastic. Yeah, isn't it, though? <laughs> oh, only only the best jokes on this podcast. Well, you know, we, we, we strive for a higher standard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It, it, it's one of those things. Yeah. I know, I know. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, the campaign's going going well. You still have a few days left. There's still time for people yes. to, to get their we, ahead of schedule requests in. Yes, yes. For a couple of pieces and mm -hmm. and then everything's gonna be finished up, organized, and off to a printer. With any luck, because I've got a pretty tight turnaround time for a whole other project that's due like November 10th, and I'm like, oh, that's that's going to be rough. I'm going to be late, but it'll be fine. It'll be worth it, because everybody will have their sexy, sexy art, so. Just just, just tell them you're related to Joe Casada. Everything will make sense then. I, you know, I, I feel like I'm lucky enough that like, I, oh my goodness, it's so, it's so bad. Like, well, 
even while we went to uh, to dinner at uh, Baltimore, like we we I don't I went to the bathroom. So when I came back, like we were seated at a table that was kind of off in the corner, a little away away from like the main area. And I, we're a rowdy bunch. Don't get me wrong. It is not that we're rowdy; it's just that we're loud and wildly inappropriate. So whatever. So anyway, we go to sit down and we're just waiting and we're waiting and we're keeping ourselves occupied because at least there's water on the table. But my tummy started growling and it was really just hard to sit there and, you know, not focus on food that I couldn't have. And so I'm trying to like get, you know, some of the staff's attention or to see who I need to like go talk to about having somebody come over and, and, you know, serve us or whatever. And they're like, Oh, we've already tried. We've already tried. I'm all like, what? <laughs> so then I'm like, Oh, hello. And they're like, yes, can we help you? I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. Is there anybody that can help us? And next thing you know, they're on it. They're on it. It was amazing. I was just like, yay. Not that I was ever going to go all Karen or anything on anything, but it was just the idea that like all we had to do was ask and it was nice. So I never really feel like I need to lie about my intentions. Hey, I'm being, I'm going to be late, but I'm like on it now. Would you like me to complete it? Or should I go ahead and send in the cards for you to pass it on to the next artist? Either way, I'm fine. But I would hate for me to waste their time. And I am not a good liar. So <laughs> it's fine for the immediate. But then a week from now, somebody asks me and I'm like, what? <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't do me or any them any good. Because yeah. that would mean that I don't respect them. And honest to goodness, I, I, I just, if you live your life with no regrets, then it makes it a lot easier to, to do it all in stride. I don't know. No but regrets. yeah, we're, yep, we're up and trying anyway. Definitely living life to the fullest. But I would hate, I would hate for me to be the bad guy in anybody's story, you know. Um, but yeah, no, we're doing this campaign from October twenty first through November sixth. It should end at midnight on that Saturday, uh, just in time to avoid daylight savings time. Um, the book will be at least, you know, 31, 32 pages long. So right now we're looking at probably having another 50 page book. I'll know for sure the end page count by October 31st. So we'll be definitely able to share that information out as a news broadcast, as a whatever, uh, through the Kickstarter link. Um, to get that broadcasted out to everybody what the final page count will be um, that, you know, like a big congratulations. These are the things that we've got going on. We've got another five days or something on the campaign. Share it out, share it out, share it out, you know, whatever. So get your foily goodness and original art. Oh yeah. And boobies. No, you don't even about the foils. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, if there's All one right. thing I can remember, <laughs> it's boobies. Right, right. You know, or the lack, or the lack there of them in my apartment. Oh. Because mine don't count because I have to shave them. So. Oh. 
just don't miss. <laughs> just like, eh. nah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like that episode of Family Guy where they sent, uh, where they sent Peter to, uh, retraining at the company because he wasn't politically correct yes. and and he went home picked up stewie opened up his shirt and started trying to breastfeed stewie and stewie was going at it and then got a hair yeah. and then he went <laughs> well i guess it's better than the manor lantern from 40 year old virgin <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Thank you. So You're much. welcome. You know, it took me like, I don't know, 10 viewings or something before I realized that as they're walking out of the place that his shirt has blood coming through it. I was just like horrified. <laughs> just horrified. Uh. Oh, I shouldn't do that. I was like Beaker. Oh, Fantastic. All right. Well, I want to thank you for uh, coming out and and hanging out and talking about everything going on. And thank you for having me. I'm so sorry for my tardiness, but I appreciate it. I appreciate that's you okay. Me on. I I did what I do best. Uh, I rambled. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not sure what this is. We'll find out as soon as she gets here. Yes, I'm so putting the putting the kids to bed. That's right, naughty, naughty children. But yeah, no. If anybody's interested, um, you can find me at face uh, on Facebook under Raina dot art or just Raina Art on the search tool. They'll come up. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm under Raina underscore Art. Um, I just changed my, uh, my name on, uh, Facebook to reflect my actual name, April Reina, rather than my maiden name. So I'm easier to find nowadays. Uh, so if you would like some of my dank dark memes, you're absolutely welcome to friend me. Or if you just rather have the art, just go to the fan page. It's all good. Um, if you have questions about the Kickstarter, if you have questions about commissions or any art needs, reach out and talk to me about it. Like, I'm happy to help. I, um, I'm excited to have conventions coming back, but I have a feeling it's going to take a while for that mystery machine to be back in full swing. So, yeah. Feel free to contact me virtually. I would much rather you guys uh, interact with me through the virtual uh, aspect rather than miss me at a show because whatever reason, it's getting harder and harder to get through the entire convention after going through all the screening stuff and trying to get the A-listers because they're only there for a, a short amount of time. So. Uh, the next show that I'll be at is going to be Bayou City Comic Con, which is going to be uh, November 19th here in Houston. And then the show after that is going to be a major one. That's going to be C2E2. 
uh, in the beginning of December. So I was excited to get in uh, Artist Alley up there. So I don't have my table number yet, but it's coming down the pipeline, I'm sure of it. Um, I'll be sharing my table with Wendy Shaner with Naughty Fairies. Um, so come out and see us both. That should be super duper fun. And thank you for having me. I appreciate being on your show. Well, it's nice having you back on and getting to talk about your project. Now that we've seen some of the pieces get done. And uh, I know uh, Helen uh, went to uh, Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. And she said it was like a two plus hour wait just to get in the line. Like it was an hour. Yeah. Hour and 45 minutes seemed to be the average for a lot of the uh, convention goers that I ran into. And I'm not really sure what that all entailed. They did uh, card screening. So I guess I had to show that I was vaccinated. So I had a picture of it on my phone. Thank God, because I didn't have my actual physical card on me. Um, so definitely get a copy of that and mark that as a important document or favorite in your phone. Um, then there's temperature checks and they had... Um, COVID screening mobile units there or something. I'm not sure. All I know is it took a while to get in. So budget your time appropriately. Make sure you get there early. Make sure that you've got all the things. They usually have a checklist on the website. So double check the checklist the night before to make sure you have everything. We want to have a safe con going experience. We want you guys to be safe. We definitely want to see you in person. So, well, yeah. I won't be going to any cons anytime soon. Well, you know, it's not for everybody at the moment, but at the same time, um, there are ways to to do it safely, and we're certainly trying to facilitate that. I'm not going to be doing a ton of shows. But I, there are a few that I want to try to get into just because it's a bucket list experience. Baltimore was one of them. Um, C2E2 is one of them. Eventually, I'd like to get up and do um, New York City, uh, Emerald City. Emerald City is like the weekend before C2E2. I, I can't do it back to back because I've got you know kids in school and stuff. So yeah, you can all, uh, you can alternate the years on them. Well, it might be one of those things I have to do with uh, Comic Palooza and Phoenix Comic Con. I'll definitely be at Phoenix. I've had my tabled, I had my table rolled over several times now, so I'm guaranteed a spot. I assume anyway. Um, so I'll definitely be at that show next year. I'm looking at trying to do Las Vegas in June. Um, trying for comic palooza they just pushed that one off of memorial day weekend so there's there's gonna be opportunities to run into me um as much as i am a hugger i obviously am going to be doing the the fist pounding and having the uh the hand sanitizer available masks are a must at my table i hope you guys understand um I always will give the time of day, so I'm. it's worth stopping at my table. 
I'm not a high pressure salesperson. I don't expect you to buy anything, but I do like to see people. I do like to have my art viewed. I love talking about the art. I want you to do it in a safe environment. So yeah, just whatever I can do to help facilitate that for like, you know, the con goers, that's what I want to do. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the, uh, you know, papers, please. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, I, I did not, I did not see that coming. Uh, I know. But you know, I actually did. I'm like, wait, 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 wait for it. It's gonna, ah, there yeah. it is. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, I have, you know, I was angry because they told me I couldn't go out and I never go out, but I just don't like anybody telling me what to do. <laughs> and I know that that's pretty common for a lot, especially uh, in our profession, because we're either independent contractors or we're running our own business for a reason, because mm -hmm. we are self-sufficient in that manner. So it's, it's an experience. But I'm hoping that this won't last forever. I mean, I'm sure it's something that we're going to have to deal with for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I hope it's not debilitating to the point that we'll never be able to do it again. Prior to the shutdown, uh, Comic-Cons were a dime a dozen. And I think the nature of things is sometimes sometimes bad things have to happen in order to have something flourish years down the road very much like you know foresting yeah i i think there were too many of these big giant shows like yeah. you know every every place had them and it, you know it you know they were all calling them you know comic cons you know unless yeah. san diego threatened to sue them Pop, uh, sometimes it's just a pop culture venture most of it, most of them are just, are just exactly that. They're just, yeah. you know, it's, it's all about, you know, how many celebrities they can, you know, Hollywood celebrities, they can, they can book in and charge you like, you know, two or $300 for 90 seconds of your time. Yeah. In, instead of, you know, actually meeting people to create stuff. Yeah. And, and that, that just drives, I don't know. It, it's a necessary thing. You're off obviously beloved TV shows and cartoons mm -hmm. and movie actors that really do draw a crowd. And once they get there and they get their signature, they, you know, they walk around like the mall and it's perfect. It's great. You got to have a couple of A-listers in order to, to gain uh, some sense of advertising. But at the same time, you can't load it up with eight to eight listers uh, where people are dropping, you know, a thousand dollars on that alone. And then. And then they're heading right out the door because they have. Yeah, like there's nothing left in the coffers for any other spending. Yeah. So anytime, was, anytime I've ever gone to a show, it's. Yeah. Call up, call up the map. Where, where's Artist Alley? Yeah. Where's the bar? Okay, yeah. we're good. Yeah. And you know that was that was it. Like uh, I covered 
uh, Rhode Island Comic Con back in 2019, the end of 2019, for uh, Outright Geekery. And I got to meet and hang out with Neil Adams for about an hour. Uh -huh. He was in a happy mood because he was still setting up. Uh, I hung out with Graham Nolan all weekend, uh, Bill McKay. Uh, I got to meet Mike Grow for the first time. Uh, Joe St. Pierre. I was just kind of like, I, I was wheeling down. I was like 20 feet from Joe St. Pierre. And he's, you know, I'm just like looking around to see who's where. And he's, he's like waving at me. How you doing? Nice. Good, Joe. Good to see you. Do I know you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he, he did a, he did a variant cover for uh, a friend's book uh, that is now a, a TV show. Well, a streaming TV show. Huh. Uh, they were in a lawsuit with uh, AMC because oh. they were originally called uh, the Toking Dead. Oh. And now it's Toking with the Dead. Nice. In, in their world, apparently, uh, if you get the zombies stoned, they won't want to eat your brains. Huh. But then when, the okay. buzz, then when the buzz wears off, you're in trouble. Yeah. So. Oh. It's a funny book. It sounds like it. But. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna let you go and uh, work on work on your feet, and I am going to go <laughs> and and download this. Well, not your own feet, just the feet oh, you have to grow. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, I'm going to download this into a uh, podcast format and, and upload it. And I will tag you over on Insta and, uh, and Facebook when I put it up. Fantastic. Thank you again for having me. I'm going to go check on the girls and make sure they're asleep. All right. Thanks, um, April. Have a great night. You too. Thank you again. Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye-bye.